stuff. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a spare frontier flyer. You know what I'm talking about? I haven't caught Delta. I haven't caught nothing top tier. I caught Del I caught Spirit, Frontier, and another airline. I want to say Southwest or one of them. Quick disclaimer. Welcome to the We're Not Experts Podcast. What you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. It is not meant to be taken literally. Just like any other information, you need to do your research first. We're not experts, but you should also research information that these quote unquote experts tell you anyway. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. Cue the theme music. What's going on? It's your boy Tez Reacts back at it again with another episode of the We're Not Experts podcast. We got all of our hosts, Max, B, Eric. We're ready to get into some shit. First and foremost, how your boys been? Good to go, man. Good to go. Just trying to make it. I've been good, bro. Same old, man. You know? Yeah, for the most part, I've been good. I can't really complain. So, it's getting ready to go back into sports season, right? And I'm starting to, you know, prep my kids for soccer. So, we run like a mile every day. And when we run that mile, we do some soccer drills afterwards. And... It takes about two hours a day, okay? And as a parent, as a working parent, y'all already know how it goes to where when you get off work and you have to go ahead and you got to spend time with the kids and you spend two hours out your day, it feels like a large chunk of time, especially when you get off at like five or six o'clock at night and you get home around seven and then you spend that two hours with the kids and then it's time to go to bed. So there was a conversation that was happening on TikTok to where people were saying that your kid should, if they make it famous or if they become big in the sports or anything like that, that they should give the parents at least a little bit of money. Uh, do y'all think that's the case? Talking about like they're required to give us some money? Yeah. Like, do you think it's, it's just like a requirement? Man, hey, if you want to slide me some money, go for it. But if not, I've been I've been making it without it. And that's that's the thing too. Like, hey, let them let them make it. And don't don't demand nothing from them because that puts a strain on them as well. That's how I feel. What about you, Mac? You know, one of your kids made it big playing sports, and I'm I'm right with them, man. Because again, I mean, I've been I've, I've been asked multiple times for money from like you know, what I mean, like a parent friend, and and, and it and it, it is a burden, man. And we shouldn't do that. You know, what I mean. Like, if they make it, they make it. If they want to, you know, say, you know, my dad did put forth a lot of effort into, you know, my development, yeah, throw back some money. But if you don't, you don't. That's how I see it. Because it's your responsibility anyways. It's your responsibility to raise that kid into an adulthood. Into adulthood. You know what I mean? It's your responsibility. You shouldn't be expecting anything from it. That's just my viewpoint on that. What about you, B? In my opinion, um, I think, or I think if you did a good enough job raising your child, then your child still wanna or will take care of you. They will break you off. You know what I'm saying? But if your child don't feel like that, then hell no, they not 
just like nobody's obligated to take care of nobody. I understand you raised this person, but at the end of the day, if they don't want to do it, they don't have to do that shit. I got you. Okay, so I'm gonna play advocate a little bit, right? So in my case, to where I'm spending a good portion of my time, I want to say, I mean, if you know my work schedule, you know I get up at four o'clock in the morning. I don't get home until about six or seven o'clock at night. And then I spend the remainder of that time with the kids. And then I end up having to just shower and go to bed. I, at, in some way, shape or form, I do feel like they should, there should be some type of compensation that comes with that just because, you know, that's a significant amount of time that you're putting into the kids for their development. You're spending a lot of money on sports. You're spending money to develop them. I do think that it wouldn't be too crazy if, you know, a parent had a contract drawn up for the kid before they got older. I mean, or maybe my thinking is a little bit off. No, yeah. no, you're, contract. No. <laughs> you're, you're good. Like, I, I think about that shit all the time. Like, just, just, just for saying now, my daughter, my daughter is two. So, like, me taking her to school every day, I'll be like, yo, she don't know the, the stress that she puts me in, you know what I mean? To go back and forth, the, the gas that I got to waste because where, where she go to daycare and where I live and then where I work, it's crazy. Like, like the, the drive is crazy, you know? And then, and then I have to resource people to watch her, like, if I have to do certain things. And I'm just like, you know, the crazy thing about this, she'll probably get to 18. She'll be like, Dad, I don't care what the hell you got to say and be over there sliding down the pole, you know what I mean? After all the things that I done did, like, all the sacrifice I made, but just like I stated earlier, man, I mean, it's our responsibility. We, we brought them here. They didn't volunteer and say, you know what, dad, listen, I'm ready. I'm ready to go in the game. Bust that nut. You know what I mean? <laughs> you did it. So it's your responsibility at the end. You know what I mean? To raise them. But I do agree with some of the stuff that you say, you know what I mean? Cause you're, you're investing a lot of your time, man. I invest a lot of my time, a lot of my resources, not just on our school, but other people to watch her, you know what I mean? Because of our occupation, you know, we don't really get, you know, a set time, you know what I mean? Sometimes we can go in at six and get off at five. And sometimes you go in at six and get off at nine, you know what I mean? So it's crazy. But I do agree with some of the stuff that you did say though. Uh, I don't know about no contract, man. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess because you got a basketball team living in your damn house. I only got, I only got junior, and it, I mean, <laughs> anything that he does, if I, if I'm the one forcing him to do it, yeah, I want him to make money, but I want him to figure it out on his own. But I wouldn't mind if wherever I'm living at the time, if he does, if he does come across a huge uh, lump sum, go ahead and pay my house off. That's all right. Hey, I'm gonna look dead in the camera because I know when I'm gonna be watching this one day, and I'm gonna tell you, y'all owe me. <laughs> all of you. Right. Really still don't owe you shit though, for real. <laughs> <laughs> but I I get where you're coming from for sure, because I feel the same way. Right. They don't owe you shit. You got that contract yet? Man. Yeah, I'm about to draw it up this weekend while y'all playing. Yeah. No, nah, but what's funny is I always tell my wife this, and we had this conversation all the time just in regards to the kids, it don't matter how much you do for the kids, how well you think you're doing. At some point, in some way, shape, or form, they'll be unpacking it in front of a therapist and the therapist will tell them that their parent was bad anyway. 
it don't matter how good you think you're doing. It don't matter how bad you think you're doing. They're going to be unpacking it with the therapist regardless. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's just like that thing, man. And being in a leadership role, I know some of you guys experience it. Like, man, you can please most of the people most of the time. You'll never please all the people. It's just like if to tomorrow you go to work, you know what I mean? You'd be like, zonk. Half of the motherfuckers, well, most of them will be happy. Some of the motherfuckers will be like, yo, I could have saved my gas coming up in here. You know, maybe drive all the way up in here. So I'm saying, like, we can't please everybody. I mean, no matter what we try. My bad for cutting you off, sorry. No, you're good, man. I'm over here just bullshitting anyway. I think me and Cortez talked about this the other day. We were just sitting around bullshitting. Uh, I didn't I didn't really appreciate my old man until recently. You know what I mean? So I was terrible to the dude. Big time. I never asked of anything of him either. He never asked anything of me. So I think it's cordial now. But I was a piece of shit, man. So he was like, yeah, fuck this dude. And in all honesty, <laughs> I, I just coming up, I thought my mom wasn't necessarily the greatest mom. But just the older you get, the more you realize that people just do the best that they can. I mean, at the end of the day, she did the best that she could with what she had. I mean, do I think that she always made the right decisions? No, but I don't think I make all the right decisions all the time either. I just think that, you know, I just I just hope the kids just realize that we're all humans at the end of the day. And that's the biggest thing that I want them to take away from just watching me parent them is that we're all humans. And I mean, yeah, you don't necessarily owe us anything. I mean, I was just playing, you know, advocate for the other side. I don't actually think they owe me anything, but it would be nice to be appreciated at some point, right? And I'm not saying I need anything from them because I don't. I live a very comfortable life. But if they were like, hey, you know, we want to buy you this, I'd be like, okay, cool. But while we're on the subject of kids, I got a quick video that I want to show you all. All right, so two different occasions, two different women, all right, but they're the same side of the coin. I want to say it's not necessarily even a feminist movement because we've moved past first wave feminism, right? We're on this new third wave. First wave feminism was just about them going ahead and women women having equal rights to men. But I don't think it's that way anymore. I just think that people want to do what they want to do. But I just want y'all to check out these couple of videos real quick. So B is a proud mama and a Grammy. Yeah, Cardi B is a proud right, so mom. It don't really show it there. But the biggest thing is Cardi B is listening to her song WAP on a speaker in her house. And she immediately has to turn the song off because her daughter walks in. All right. And there's one more that I wanted to show y'all. Amber Rose, her son, Sebastian, that she has with Wiz Khalifa. All right, he was in school. I think he's like eight or nine, maybe 10, 10 at the most. But he goes to school and his his peers are pretty much picking on him, saying, hey, I seen your mom on OnlyFans, blah, blah, blah. And she just goes and she tells him, you know, well, you shouldn't be ashamed of me being on OnlyFans because, you know, I have to provide for you. Like you like going to Six Flags, you like taking trips and stuff. And I have to be able to, to make money in order to take these trips. That's me paraphrasing. That's not her words verbatim but it's something along those lines right so my biggest thing is how do y'all feel about like do you think that she should take that stance 
Well, just the biggest thing we because we've had this conversation before, right? In regards to women and the choices that they make and affecting their kids later on in life. But do you think that there needs to be a bigger conversation is had with these people in regards to uh, you know, having these uh these OnlyFans pages and just putting everything out there? Uh, I <clears throat> we we started with the Cardi B thing that she was like more so not necessarily embarrassed, but she wanted to hide what she was saying to her kid. And then you have her embracing it and telling him not to be worried. What I'm worried about is why these other nine-year-old kids know that his mother's on OnlyFans. And that that's the funny thing too, is I don't know if kids are more advanced these days, but I think it might just be the parents. The parents of the other kids may see Amber Rose and say, hey, you know, I, I know her. She's got an OnlyFans page, blah, blah, blah. And then they run back and they tell their friends and then things of that nature. So it might happen like that, but yeah. Nah. Kids be on OnlyFans. Who they think be purchasing that shit? <laughs> I don't know not a nine-year-old. Ain't no nine-year-old wasting this goddamn allowance on OnlyFans. <laughs> Yeah, these rich ass little white little boy, they man, boy, they buying whatever, man, whatever the trend is, man. Nah, I'm boy, that is young, nine years old. That's young as fuck. Yeah, I'm saying as soon as they know though, like as soon as they know, like say Amber Rose kid goes to the school, like the adults are pulling all that shit up, and they, you know, yeah. they're not hiding anything from their child. Like the kid will know, like, hey, listen. This is Deshaun's mom. I don't know what the hell her son's name is, but I'm just using Deshaun at this point. It seems like it's racist as hell, but this is Deshaun's fucking mom right here. And this is what Deshaun's mom became famous doing because who's Amber Rose? What have she actually ever done other than slept with entertainers? She's nobody, right? So, of course, she has to know what the hell she's getting into. You have a kid with somebody, you have a kid, and then you expect them to go through life just oblivious to what you did in your past like it's your child you should you should have thought about that before you had a kid you yeah. know i don't know i think that shit's pretty funny man but also too like <clears throat> that's another thing like cardi there she's over here talking about having a wop and all this shit and now she doesn't want her kid to hear it like come on now no but yeah. how, how are you going to be embarrassed over your child when you put it over everywhere and it was like that song was like number one some fucking how yeah i all, yeah. all my my kids singing it but your kids can't sing yeah right exactly but then the argument the argument in regards to that is you're letting your kids listen to that and she's not letting her kids listen to it i'm not letting my kids listen to that it came on the radio today places and that shit comes on too you're right yeah come on bro you could be a public hearing that you feel me like it's not my fault ain't like i put it on you know, they could have played that at the party the other day. You don't know where they played it at. It's on the fucking radio, so yeah, that ain't right. That ain't right at all. I ain't gonna lie. When my daughter got here, she was she started singing that song. She was like, There's some hoes. I was like, What the f- what did you just say? She said, There's some hoes in this house. I looked at her, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. But what was she saying? She's doing to her kid what she's expecting you to do as an adult to your kid, right? You shouldn't let them listen to stuff like that. It's 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 an adult. It's only so much control in the music. I get it. It's only so much music you can control, though, bro. Especially when that shit is on the radio. 
Mm-hmm. They plan this shit all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that. You but it's, it's your responsibility as a parent to see to make sure this kid is. I mean, is, oh, so I mean, let, let me get you. Let me. Let, okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Say you got a child, middle school. You know, on their way to middle school. Now everybody in middle school, sixth grade, seventh grade, they got cell phones, bro. They on the bus listening to this song. It's no way you can stop this, bro. It's no way. You as a parent, like you you can do it in your home, but when they go to school and when they hang out with their friends, it's certain shit you just cannot stop. You can teach, but you can't stop. You know what I'm saying? I get that. I'm just I'm not saying stopping. I'm just saying mitigating for the most part, especially her child at that age, right? She has control over it. You're now talking about middle school, which is something totally different. Her kid has several more years, probably about eight of them I, to get there. I mean, how old is her kid? Uh, like two, she, she, like uh, I mean, shit. Oh, okay. Well, she got another one. They older. Uh, the royalty. Well, she like I don't know. If she have a kid by Offset. I'm thinking this kid got like, two. They got like two, three of them. They got at least about yeah, two. I think they got she two. Got with Offset not that long ago. So the oldest kid has to be can't be no more than four. Facts. Yeah, you right though. Oh, but shit, even down the line, they get older, bro. Shit. At elementary school, these kids got phones. Hey, I just seen I just seen some crazy shit. That's why I say that. Like I didn't I didn't witness some crazy shit. Like, the thing is with that too, like for me, like my daughter is two years old. If she's like four and she's starting to listen to music, I will let her listen to it if she can actually have a full conversation, like listen, because she's gonna hear it. So why make her hear it with her friends and then they dictate what she hears, even though she's probably gonna listen to them anyways, but at least you have an intake on you have an input on it, right? So as in Listen, this is what they're saying. This is for adults. You know what I mean? I mean, we can go all types of ways. Nobody knows the right way of how to how so, to raise kids. So yeah, Mac, I am in regards to this topic, I am riding with you. The only issue that I have with that is, you know, a lot of people when they take that stance, they also say, Hey, you know, if you want to drink, you might as well drink in the house. I don't like those types of parents. And that's kind of, to me, that sounds like you're kind of opening that gate to that, if that makes any sense. I but agree. I, I used to have friends that their parents would have them smoke with them, like smoke weed, like, because they would rather be supervising them smoking weed. But that they were doing it before they was of age. See what I'm saying? Like, so if, just for say, like, my daughter was trying to drink. I'm like, listen, it's 421 and above. Right. Once you get to 21, we can have a drink to see how you react to it, because a lot of people react different to it. At least if you react certain a weird way to it, at least you're at home. You see what I'm saying? Because come on, how many times you go out and people being drunk and then, you know, they're just loose with it. Like, hey, let's let's do this right now. You see what I'm saying? At least you can yeah, that. I got listen, this is what you were doing when you got drunk. And I don't think drinking is for you. If you're going to do it, don't get to this level of drinking. Yeah, I got a homeboy when I was growing up. We uh we was his parents were the same way and uh she used to always be like, I'd rather y'all get we sixth, seventh grade, we smoking weed. She like, I'd rather y'all smoke weed here than out there with anybody. I don't know what, what y'all are doing though. We don't know, you know what I'm saying? So I, I can't understand that, but it's fucked up out here. Yeah, I mean, I see it, man. I mean, but like like Tess Tess said, I mean like you're you're encouraging it at an early age. You see what I'm saying? So now you're free to do it. It's it's a t- double edged sword, man. Like yeah, you'd rather them stay with you and do it, but 
they might just be like, all right, I'm doing it elsewhere, right? If, if you're that strict and you're like, no, nah, you're not doing it till you're 18 and they're just like, you know what, screw it. I'm doing it. I'm gonna do it outside since you're not, since you're not gonna, you know, let me do it here. Which, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. This is however you want to lie on that. You know what I mean? So let me bring it back to Amber Rose real quick. My bad, Eric. You had something you wanted to throw in there? No, I, I was just saying, I, I was just gonna say that uh, Cardi B's kids know that she has a uh, has a WAP, and then old Amber Rose, her kids know what her butthole looks like. I mean, okay, so <laughs> bring it back to Amber Rose, right? So we know her son is with Wiz Khalifa. And you know Wiz Khalifa's not a broke dude. He has to pay child support. He pays her 15 grand a month in child support. But she's telling her kid that she needs to support them by doing OnlyFans, and I, I don't know. I just think that's that's a bad, a weird way to 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 kind of what is it, justify that. You know what I'm saying? It's their lifestyle, man. They they live expensive lifestyles, so that's why they need fifteen thousand for one, and then they these motherfuckers make like hundreds of fucking thousands of dollars off this shit, man. Especially if they're a known name, so it's their lifestyle. Yeah, I know he probably gives her fifteen grand plus. I know he buys his son anything that he needs. Yeah, just be honest. That that money is not for your kid. It's for you. Yeah, because she have to uphold her standard, right? But just like Eric was saying, she has to uphold that standard. And I mean, she has to know the kids are gonna learn. They they're gonna figure it out. Just like Cardi B, like she can stop playing that music right now. But like I said, once she go to school, everybody's gonna know who Cardi B is. They're going to put up videos. Those kids are going to get tortured. You see what I'm saying? My thing is, though, don't tell the kid that it's for him. Because then you make him feel like he's the reason for your choices as opposed to you taking responsibility and saying, hey, I just need more money. All right? You have a dad who's a millionaire. He's up, up. Like You don't necessarily need to do that for the son at all. I agree. I agree, but again, like you have to understand, like what you think, what you think her mortgage is. Quite sure it's not like ours, you know what I mean? Probably like triple or quadruple, you know what I mean? What we're paying, because and that's her fault too. That can't be that kid's fault. She can't. That's not. Him. That's not his fault. Yeah, don't blame she can't kid. tell him this is for him when it's not, because that motherfucker, he he don't care. Wiz gonna take care of him. She's out there. I don't even know what kind of OnlyFans she does. I'm assuming she doesn't. Yeah, get she's it. probably not getting naked, but still. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nah, she probably getting ass naked. <laughs> I mean, technically, it is for. I mean, it is for him because, like, now, think if she was to not do anything, right? Yeah, fifteen grand a month is a lot of money. Now he goes to the hood. Think about the, the think about the shame and the, you know, the troubles he's gonna get into. So she has to keep him in a good neighborhood. You know what I mean? Think about you being in school right now and your mom was a celebrity, right? And now she done fell all the way off and y'all back in the hood. And then she has all these pictures again, like he stays with, you know, her butthole all over fucking social media. It's going to go crazy for you. Come on. Think about your high school, man. Y'all from Detroit, man. Think about the shit <laughs> that you're going to get, dog. Come on. <laughs> be in a fight every fucking day. So it is. <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's big facts. Hey, so I'm kind of going a little bit off off of what we already have, right? But I do I did want to ask y'all this because I think that it's a good conversation to have. And it was something that I was 
that I, I've seen firsthand happen, okay? So do y'all believe that your kids should know exactly what it is that you're going through as a man in regards to all of your emotions and all of your hardships? Do you think no. that that should be placed on kids? No. No. Hell no. I don't need I mean, no shit. I mean, it depends on the, the the gender of the kid as well, though. No, nah, not even that. Them, ki them kids don't need to know nothing. Yeah, them kids, man. Them, they don't need it depends to. on the gender and, and where they're at in their development. Like, if I'm talking to a 14-year-old, if my son's 14 years old, I'm going through some financial problems. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I might want to explain that to him because you might go through this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is what you're going to be faced with. Now, we talking about, like, an eight-year-old, like, nah, because... They have no take on what the hell life is, what, what a bill is. They don't so, know anything like that. So I'm not necessarily talking about financial problems, okay? Let's say if you're getting ready, you're going through a, a bad spell with depression or you're getting ready to lose the house or things of that nature. Do you think that you should put that on your kids? No, not at all. 100% no. But I'm saying, again, it depends on the age of the kid. Ah, it doesn't. It really doesn't, though. So you're you 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 as a parent, I get it. Whatever you, you could do what you need to do, right? But what I'm saying is there is no need, especially in this time and age, to let these kids see a vulnerability of you when you're out here trying to provide the way for them. Cause if if you're showing like weakness and you're telling them like, hey, I'm sad today, this motherfucker's gonna look at you sideways. You know what I mean? Or I would. I don't know. I don't know. And I, I, I was also thinking about it from this point too, you know, from a leadership standpoint. If you have a leader who's always sad and who's always depressed, are you going to want to follow that person? No. No. I would say like this. I'm not telling my kids none of, none of that till they at least 17, 18, for sure. For the simple the fact, they can't, they can't control shit that's going on. I don't want them to go get no job. I want you to focus on school and finish school, so. Shit, we don't want to, we don't want them to see a sweat for real, you know. And not just that, I don't want my kids to feel like they have to take care of me at an early age. Cause, but I don't know, it's kind of different. It hit different. Cause I get what you're saying. All this shit hit different. You're not, you're not putting that burden on them. I'm not saying that. That's what I'm saying. It, it depends on the age. Like you're 14 year old. That's so why I specifically pick 14 because now you transition into high school. All of you guys, I'm quite sure, always refer back to high school because that's when you become an, an adult, right? Everybody still refer to high school. I don't care how well off you are. You always refer back to in high school, in high school this, because that's your adolescence. And that's when you're becoming the person you're going to be. And if that, pers if, if that person can see that, yeah, you can cover it up. And once they learn, remember, you have to understand, man, a lie erodes erodes um trust like a motherfucker right so if you lie to them and then they figure it out later you're gonna look worse than you did unless you went worse than you did if you went and told them right straight out you don't have to tell them the whole details of it like if you're about to lose your job that's what i'm saying is in the mortgage about the you're about to lose the house because of the mortgage you can say hey listen we might have to move with aunt Joni, right we might have to move with aunt Joni. don't just make it just happen where it's just like bam we gotta move with aunt Joni. now you're going to this trash ass school you know what i mean you don't have your own room anymore let them know ahead of time so they can i mean but check this out check this out check this out even when you tell the kid that though when they have to go to this shitty school and if they're getting if they're having a hard time 
all that's going to do is just make them mad at you because of the, the same choices. I get, you know, you're being 100% transparent with them, right? And I, I can understand, you know, people wanting to be transparent with their kids, but I don't think that a kid should know whenever you're sad. I don't think a kid should know when you're down. I don't think they should know any of that because whether you like it or not, they're taking on your issues just like you are. And they're going to, it's going to add a burden to them that they're not necessarily equipped to handle. Okay. A, so lot of, a, lot of, a lot of adult men that I know anyway, they can't handle a lot of the shit that they go through regardless. So putting that shit on a kid, to me, that's child abuse. So, so you're here trying to build robots because now that's, that's how <laughs> we, have, we have these mental issues, right? Because they're like, my dad never had an issue. He always was stable, so on and so forth. Now I'm an adult and I have feelings and I don't know how to work with them. How, what you try, what you trying to build here? Because they're going to see it as my dad never had an issue. How the hell did he do that? Right? No, I, th I think that's it's mental capacity as well, man. That's mental capacity because I knew my old man had issues. He never told me shit and I didn't need to know it. I think out of the 30 plus years I seen him, I saw, I saw him cry once and I thought it was the weirdest fucking shit ever. You know what I mean? Man, that's how it looked. My mom, I, <laughs> all right, all right. I, but, 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 but have you cried? Have you cried? Oh, a hundred percent in front of him because I was a little bitch in front oh, of him. I mean, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. That like I'm not saying I, I've cried in front of these guys. I'm talking about and me and him together. Yeah, he seen me obviously cry more than I've seen that guy cry. But what yeah. I'm saying is he he didn't want to he didn't project nothing on me. He didn't tell me nothing. All this that and the other when it comes to his emotional state. And I but I knew shit was fucked up, man. But I I wasn't gonna be like, hey, Dad, are you depressed? Do you want this? No, no, you didn't have to. It, it, it was his job to talk to you, not you yeah. talking to him. Right? Yeah, he didn't have to do none of that, though. And no, I didn't want him to do none like, of that. I guarantee had his dad, had his dad said, hey, you know, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling real sad today because I'm this, this, and this is going on. He would have felt the need to go ahead and try to comfort his dad a little bit more. And that's not what I want for my kid. Yeah, I don't want, I wasn't, he, he, and he didn't want me to comfort him either. And the reason why I watched him cry too, it was maybe like uh, two or three weeks after my mother passed away. That's when I seen him cry. He was out. He was out in the cut, just fucking letting it rip. So I already knew. So that's that's what I was talking about with mental capacity. I already knew what the fuck he was crying about, but I didn't want to see him do that, and he didn't want me to see him do that shit. And you then know also, actually, that shit hurt too more. That shit oh, yeah. more than it hurt him for real. For oh yeah. And no, kids are receptive too. But you was weird, man. He, he could fully explain to you like. He's just trying to figure out how that's going to affect you as in your oh, yeah. that you missing your mom at this point. Oh, this yeah. is why I'm crying, right? But I'm doing it on my own as in a man, as in you being a man, that's what you need to do as well. When you get older, you're going to come into a situation that's going to make you make this happen because I'm telling you, you're going you're gonna to build robots and well, attempt to build robots and it's not going to work because we're not robots because now you always view dad as he's never cried, right? Because which is a lie. Right, because it's a lie. Your view on dad is in he never cried. He was always stable. He was strong. He was a rock. I don't know why I'm going through these emotions and I can't deal with uh -huh. them and I don't know what to do at this point. I don't know. know. I don't like again, man. I go back to mental capacity. I already know I already knew he was going through some shit all the time, but he didn't have to tell me. And I a hundred percent I'd never want him to tell me. Because and I'm I'm over here like growing going through my shit too. And then into my teenage years, I didn't want to hit I don't want him to tell me what the fuck he was all upset about. I didn't need to hear that because yeah, I wanted to figure it out on my own. Then he can tell you how you proceed, how you proceed yeah. through it, right? As in, he's crying right now, but I know. Listen, this is just, it's just happening right now. This is what I do for this situation. 
now you learn, right? Because when you get into that situation, like, all right, this is what my dad did afterwards. It wasn't that my dad just cried and then he just was a robot again, right? No, it's a process that you have to go through at that point. Maybe you have to go see somebody, you know what I mean? Not nobody saying to always show your emotions. I get it. Like, you're not always showing your emotions, but when you have to, when it's that serious, you have to explain that to them too so they can understand the process that they need to go through to get through it. And that's why we're having people with all these depressions and stuff now. Well, if, if, not, if that's, okay, so if that's if that's if that's the case, then take them to see a professional. Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be able, I'm not equipped to give my kids that range of emotion and show them exactly how it is that they're supposed to be. If you're that concerned with their mental health, then you take them to a professional. Because I'm not a professional, I can't tell you how to deal with your emotions, mm -hmm. and that's that's the way that I'm gonna. That's the way I can deal with it. Because, yeah, like I said, if me personally, like I know for a fact, I, I have some ways about me where I'm, I'm pretty much a robot. Like, and I can't, my emotional range ain't, ain't there. Like I can't show them how to deal with certain things. All I can do is just be me from day to day to day. And then they can see me react that way. But if they need to talk to somebody, get them somebody to talk to. Hey man, listen, I, you're, you're, I mean, that's, I get it. We're, we're always going to have different ways of approaching certain things. Um, that professional might never have experienced that situation. Just like the saying goes, believe the one with experience in the matter. Like, yeah, you might be taught how to deal with certain things, but if you've never actually went through it and came out of it, you really don't know. You're just giving me a book definition, a one size fit all, which doesn't fit everybody all the time, right? And it might not work. If, if you're explaining it to me, explain it to me like that's that's the way i'm looking at it right so if i had if i'm going through a situation i know how to get through it i have a certain emotional well well some emotional outburst that's going to happen right i'm telling you this is going to happen this is what we do afterwards right this is how we get past it or this is what i did to get past it there's afterwards. a lot of knowledge out there and i know for a fact the way that i cope ain't necessarily the best way for them to cope like say i'm an alcoholic and you see me drinking all the time that's the example that you have, and that's the example you're going to run with? You think that's the right way to do it? I, I don't know where you're going at with that one. So what I'm saying is, if I'm dealing with shit, if I'm going through grief, if I, if my wife just died, right? And, you know, God rest her soul, well, let me knock on wood and stuff like that. But if my wife just died, and let's say I just drink a lot. Like, say I'm, I'm a horrible alcoholic, and I'm just drinking, and this is the way that I cope, and the kids see that. Do you think that's the best way for you to be showing these kids how to deal with that? That's different, though. That's, a, that's No, a, it's, we, it's not. It's the same it, thing. We all know that going drink, going to alcohol is have a negative effect when it comes to certain stuff like that because it doesn't heal anything. It's a masking tool for the most part, right? It's a masking substance. It's going to help you today, but then you have to wake up tomorrow and you're in the same situation. We're tracking I, that. We're not saying, you know what I mean, if this happens, start drinking alcohol, like, that would be stupid of you as a parent. Listen, your mom just died. Really I'm gonna start way. drinking alcohol. Yeah, so That's I think you're missing the point. Uh, I'm gonna let you go ahead and I'm gonna get, let you get your piece out. But we do have to move on from this topic just because we're, we're never gonna see eye to eye. But it's, go ahead. That's all. That's all conversations are. We'll never see. We'll just agree to disagree. It's just. It's always gonna be like that. We're never. No, 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 no. I'm cool with that. What I'm saying yeah, is, we're just going. We're circling. We're just circling around the same points. I know, and. and it, that's that's how it typically happens because you're trying to prove a point and it's, it's just going to be that you know 
it's just going to be that circle, just like you just state. So, I mean, I agree. I mean, we, we can handle it different ways. Just, just however you want to raise. I'll be going all day with that, with that topic. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. And that's why like, I, I kind of wanted to wrap it up. But like I said, just like this shirt says, man, I'm not an expert. I can't tell you how to do how the, how the best way for you to deal with your grief. <laughs> but with that being said, right. We're going to move on to a little bit of a lighter topic. So like we were talking about right before this podcast started, would y'all do a year in prison for $24 million? That's pretty much what Baby Blue just did. Man, I'm doing 24 for, I'll do 10 years. You know what I mean? A year is a, year is a breeze. Like I'm, I'm dead serious. Like no, I don't have a plan right now where I can make $20 million. I don't, you know what I mean? And yeah, 10 years, sure. Give me the year. 10 year plan. I don't have a plan right now that I can make twenty four million. If my plan is to go to jail for ten years to make twenty four million dollars, I'll take it. You know what I mean? That's, that's two million. That's two million. You get two million a month. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking money. Put me in jail. We doing in my head. I'm doing an experiment in this bitch. I mean, honestly, obviously, that they probably seized all that money, but you, you got to have your. Not doubt it, bro. I doubt right, it. Dude. And if that money made money, if I go bury, if I go bury sixteen million, what you seizing? Right. I just bury sixteen amps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so freeze your shit. Take everything you own. And if listen, man, if I made that much type of money, I'm bury. I, I, I'm gonna have yeah. money everywhere, man. I'm gonna be on the feds. I'm gonna be on them, mm-hmm. but they ain't getting that money, bro. It's over. <laughs> once I once I get my hands on all that money, I'm gonna find a way to hide it for good. It's hid. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like I'll go get a job and everything, and I'll be paying them back with that same money, right? But slowly, I'll be like, listen, all I could pay y'all is a two hundred a month, right? I ain't getting no job, man. Y'all already <laughs> locked me up. Nah, you gotta, you gotta make it look because they're gonna know you still got something. Listen, I'm getting a job McDonald's. They're gonna have to follow me to wherever I bury my shit at. They ain't gonna find this money, man. Fuck what you talking about, man. It's ways though. You gotta understand why people do this shit though, bro. Like it's ways around this shit. That's why you call it a white collar crime. Because they don't get no time for all the scamming and shit. I'm taking that shit any day. A year for twenty. You never heard of that, Rojo? You never I'll heard take of a year. I'll take a year. Doing that like a breeze. You know what I mean? Bro, I say he'd do ten for the twenty-four. So you would do twenty for the. So you would do twenty for the forty-eight. <laughs> I would. Sure. <laughs> it's, people, it's people doing that right now. It's people it's doing, people that, doing right that, now. that for zero. Listen, Fact. that's what I'm saying for some for some Jordans. For a motherfucking razor phone, because I know a dude that killed a dude for a razor phone. Come on, man! Like, yeah, you go get a razor right now. That's just like trash. This motherfucker in jail right now. This man. is 40, 48 million. Everyone was man. about those fucking Motorola razors back in the day. I remember seeing. Hey, yeah, the, 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 the razors was the iPhones back back. Yeah, then. them shits was fucking wild. <laughs> And then, and then and I was thinking about this too. It goes back to the topic of that fucking WAP shit with Cardi B. You remember that whole thing before uh, explicit content was a thing on fucking on uh, music? Yeah, like um, yeah, 
It used to be like later though, like BET on cut and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they started printing, they started printing uh, the fucking cassettes, and then the, then obviously the CDs with the explicit content. Before that, ain't nobody was cussing on the fucking shit. You know what I mean? And that was recent. Well, by recent, I should say, what, 25, 25 years ago? No, fuck. That, that still puts us in the 2000s. Whatever puts us in the fucking 90s. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah, 25, yeah. But still, holy shit. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think, all right, so what does the most y'all would do for the 24 million? I know, Mac, you already said 10 years. Go for ten. Yeah, me, I do five years for twenty-four million. I ain't doing more than five years. So hypothetically, we keep all twenty-four million, even even you going. Keep, to, you keep the whole thing. What's the most I'll do for it? Yeah, that's kind of a weird. That's a weird one, but basically, what's minimum, the most minimum? Now, I'm doing a year just like that asshole did. Get the fuck out. Uh, I think minimum a year like that that dude did, but the most I do for twenty four mil, man, I I probably do ten. I was gonna say I don't think it's worth it if it's more than five years for me. Yeah, I can't do more than five years. I get I get y'all's thinking in regards to you know you working for a lot less anyway and things like, but I, I can't do five years of my life here in prison. Yeah, you could. If you could do five, you could do ten. Yeah. No, you can, you can put I know, I'm not saying I don't have the mental capacity to do it. I don't want to do it in five years. Man, you're doing 20 right now for less than that. My man's Mac going to do the dub for 48 M. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. He going to get our richest motherfucker. It's like signing a new contract after every year after the initial 10. Mm-hmm. You get, a you get $2 million a year. You, you get, get a couple more. Five. I might, I might come out limping and shit, but you know what I mean? Yeah, you're just all fucked up. You end up dying in prison, so that money goes to nobody. That's the worst, man. That's the worst part. Somebody, I got kids. That's the worst part. <laughs> ain't going to nobody. I got kids. Man. Take that shit back. All that money that he spent on you being in the fucking federal prison. I'm going to be wasting time up in there, man. You know what I mean? I'll be plant, plotting a business. Yeah. All these workers up in there already. I'll be recruiting. You know what I mean? Come on, man. I'm going to make that money even make more money. <clears throat> oh, I was going to say, I have another video for y'all to watch. And before we uh, segue into the next topic, I'm trying to get a little bit better with these transitions, trying to get a little bit surgical with it, you know? But let me show y'all. All right, so... This is a video on a Spirit Airlines. It's on a Spirit Airlines flight landing right here at Hartsville-Jackson International Airport. It all happened after a small fire sparked while that plane was landing. Officials say brake issues are to blame, and we spoke with one passenger on that crowded flight who described the heart-stopping moments. I see a flight attendant get up and run to the um, to the wing where the I guess where the motor is. Ladies and gentlemen, stay seated, stay seated. We do not have to back here now. Please remain seated. Cell phone video captured the scary moments inside a Spirit Airlines flight moments after it landed at Hartsville Jackson International Sunday morning. Another video shows flight 383 from Tampa with heavy smoke. Officials say the brakes overheated, causing a small fire as terrified passengers watched from inside.
It was the flight attendant saying, remain calm. But I also heard in my headphones, like I heard like a loud thumping noise. Scotty Nelms captured the cell phone video from inside the plane and says he noticed something wrong just after the plane landed around 10. The sound is normally like a boom sound, but this was a louder boom, and I was kind of like worried about it. They told us to remain calm, um, just stay seated until they get everything under control, but it's on fire. Like, how are you going to remain calm? In a statement from Spirit Airlines, they say the plane was met by first responders and was towed to the gate where those on board were able to deplane without any injuries. Nelm says he's grateful. It wasn't worse. Once I found out about it, like I was shaking up. Like, like I have a one-year-old son. If I would have had my one-year-old son, it, it would have been like more of an urgency. Yeah, we're grateful everyone is safe. Officials say the plane was removed from service for maintenance. So, if you know anything, you know that Frontier bought Spirit, and they're under the name of Frontier, which are the two worst airlines out there. All right, and. They have this new package, right, to where you can get, you can fly all you want from May 2nd to September 30th for $399 for a year, and you can travel all year, $12.99. Knowing what y'all know about Spirit and Frontier, would y'all pay for those, uh, pay for those prices? First off, first off, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Spirit Frontier flyer, you know what I'm talking about? I haven't caught Delta. I haven't caught nothing top tier. I caught Delta. I caught Spirit, Frontier, and another airline. I want to say Southwest or one of them. But uh, oh, United. Oh, uh, hell no, nah, man! I'm not doing that shit. Say <laughs> something, man. They say something. And I actually just flew to Hartsfield, Jackson. That's in Atlanta. I literally just flew there, and I felt like I was about to die. Um, okay. Like I think I'm about to retire all them. I, I I I bought I bought a fucking from on my way down there. Matter of fact, I bought a flight there. You know, I ended up buying another flight back home. I bought a flight there, and my flight there was six hundred seventy dollars for a round trip. So I used the credit there, but on the credit back, you know, that they only took like two hundred for the flight there. So I had like four hundred in credit down there, you know, throwing some change. You know, they took my money and told me I couldn't rebook. So after that, I, I said, you know what? I'm not never flying Frontier. And then after this time, when I went to Atlanta, I told myself I'm not flying with Spirit no more neither because, bro, it's just terrible. Like, it's fucking terrible. He's talking about, he's talking about I, I usually hear a boom, but this one was a louder boom. Like, seriously, every time I fly in Spirit, it's a boom. You know what I'm <laughs> talking about? Every fucking time, like, for real. So I'm passing on all this shit. Flat out. What about Joel? I ain't paying no fucking four hundred dollars for that shit either. But hey, man, uh, what what I was tripping on that video, that dude that was narrating the fucking shit when the dude was uh, recording, that ain't his voice. That isn't his normal voice. You hear that shit? You hear how fake that shit sounded? Yeah. Three oh five or eight three eight three. I'm taking it. How much was that year again? I was just looking at my phone, man. I was trying to pull that shit up. Three ninety nine. Shit. No. Well, like, all the places like, for years, like twelve seventy nine. Twelve seventy. I'm about to cop that, man. Shit. All the places you want to go, that that airline doesn't go. 
<laughs> it go close. It go close. You, you got to get a why, it, on the back end. You know why they doing that? Because they don't I'm have enough, get. they don't have enough people booking them flights, so they got to do stuff like that. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Hey, man, be, be careful, man. You know. Listen, it was a brake issue, so the plane was already on the ground. I don't give a fuck. Right, Bro, every door. flight, every flight I didn't flew with Spirit was shaky, my man. It was like I flew from Cali. I flew from Detroit to Cali. That was the worst flight ever. <laughs> it was screaming. It was like a horror movie, man. You know what I'm saying? Lights flickering. We getting shifted left and right. All type of shit, man. It was terrible. It was like Final Destination, whole panel ripped man, off. What? It was that terrible, shit. bro. That shit really sick. You playing with your life, man. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm taking it. You know what I mean? Hey, Let's... go ahead go ahead and buy that shit and show us a receipt and then your first fucking flight. Come I'm back taking... and tell us what's up. Y'all mess, y'all mess around playing around on C-17s and C-130s. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you go on AC wires hanging like the I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I'm gonna take it too. But the funny thing is, I had a horror story on Spirit too. So, and I'm pretty sure I told this on the podcast before, but I'm gonna tell it again. So, I was on Spirit, me and my wife, because I would never take my kids on, on a cheap flight like that. Because you, you playing with their lives and they ain't got no control over nothing. But I can play with my own life and I'm perfectly fine with that. But anyway, we get on the plane. Well, before we even get on the plane, these two ladies over there bickering and arguing getting ready to come to blows and then you know security comes over they break it up we get on the plane and they get ready to start you know they turn the engines on getting ready to fly you just see a bunch of smoke coming off the plane and there's this loud like this loud like clicking noise and it's yeah. not the landing gear it's just real real loud and it's like it's, it's how they engine run when they in the air type shit it's just loud as fuck like what is that it sounds like something about to break yeah, and then there was smoke coming off of it. So we like, hey, like, I don't think it's supposed to be smoking like this. Like, what's going on? We, we tapped the flight attendant. She like, nah, this is how it, it always is. She's, this is exactly the way that she worded it. She, was, she said it just like this. She said, oh, this is, this is normal. We always see this. And I was like, I don't think this is normal. But okay. So then we go ahead, we fly. Turbulence hit real hard. The plane rocking back and forth. You like rocking in the seat real hard like this. I just didn't want to fly Spirit or Frontier ever again after that. But for them prices, I might. I'm I'm telling you, I'm looking it up right now, dog. I'm trying to see if this shit is real. <laughs> I can't listen. That shit, that shit real for sure. Advantage of that, man. For a year, I'm just gonna be taking flights. Just just stopping in Vegas. Listen, get a four day weekend. I'm stopping in Vegas just cause. You know what I mean, four day weekend, go down to Florida. Man, I ain't gonna lie, that do sound lit just cause, cause shit, you can go anywhere for real. Yeah, shit. Come on, man. Now that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, nah, nah, that, that is, I, that, hey, they might be on to some shit. And you fly all the damn time. I know. I'm looking for a little companion or something, you know what I'm saying? So I can, but that might be my best bet. I'll be, I'll be gone every week. Every other week, I'll be out of here. I promise you. I ain't gonna lie to you, though. What do scare me about it is the fact that. If everybody getting those same prices, how the hell are they upkeeping, like doing right, like proper upkeep of the plane? They aren't. They not. I mean, they weren't in the first place. <laughs> they know they can do it. Like, damn, man. Like, we. You going into the bathroom, smell like it's a gonna be, It's going to be way more planes. That little $20 flight to Jamaica, you might lose your life. <laughs> man. 
get lost in Bermuda on the way. <laughs> hey, hey man, I respect it. I will. If I had to flick one, no, I think I might still end up buying it just so I can just hop on a flight every once in a while. I'm not fucking do- I Dude, I don't go anywhere outside the East Coast. I drive everywhere and only on the East Coast. I don't go nowhere else. I don't give a fuck. I respect it. <laughs> yeah, I flew off the goddamn Arizona this weekend just with the festivities, man. You know what I mean? Now that uh, is kind of cool, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. That shit is kind of lit. He, you look like you looking it up right now. For me? Yeah. Nah, I ain't looking at that up right now. I ain't. All right, let me see. I think we got enough content, man. Y'all boys. We said they're on the they're on the frontier now, and not spirit. Frontier yeah. bought spirit. Yeah, frontier bought spirit. Either way, they they were both terrible. I flown frontier and I flown spirit before. So United, cheap. United, United might as well join them too. <laughs> I actually like United. When I do fly, I always fly United or. United. American Airlines, same thing. United American Airlines, they're all, they own each other. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't mind, like, American Airlines or United. Man, United, I got on a United plane, it was like a jet down there, motherfucker was so small. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's probably because you were taking one of those one, like, those weird connecting flights. Oh, uh, like the terminal hoppers? Mm-hmm. The ones that don't go, that they're not... Yeah, like- Extra flights do have that small ass. Yeah, I, I know that. I noticed that too. Conspiracy even got them like that. No, I mean Frontier. Why they all the same? Spirit fly coast to close, coasting in planes. We can't see it because you got it blurred out. Yeah, you got that blur thing other than your face. Oh, okay, yeah. They, if you hold it closer to your face, we can see it. Got a $19 one. Oh, crap. $19 one way, man. <laughs> I, got a, I got a $16 one way the other day. God damn. Man, the only shitty part about flying with them is you got to pay was, extras for everything. It, it come with something, though. The flight, so the flight was $16 back to the crib, but I ain't never make it back to the crib. <laughs> I had to take the next flight for the next morning, man. We never got up <laughs> out of there, man. At that point, it doesn't matter though, because sixteen bucks is what, like six cents nowadays. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, sixteen dollars. I throwing can't shit even, away. I can't even get a fucking Popeyes Ooh, sixteen dollars. Nineteen dollars. Where you trying to fly to for nineteen dollars? Like it said, nineteen dollars one way. It didn't have a destination limit. Yeah, because that fucking you're punching a one way ticket to the afterlife on that shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like you're coming back. You're like, yeah, we already know where you're going. You paying nineteen dollars, you done. Yeah, ain't, no ain't no point. We ain't, we ain't gonna tell you how much it costs to come back. You ain't coming back. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't making it back, motherfucker. Yeah. Got the brand new pilot and shit on there. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I've never seen a Frontier pilot neither. <laughs> They're just they like plain clothes people. They just walk around. Like, hey man, you want to fly today? Come on. You see him coming out the bathroom real quick with regular clothes, just walking right into the cockpit, like, hold up. Man, just, just, on. <laughs> just wearing pinkies and shit, like, yo, what the fuck? Just put his blunt down. Yo, if my pilot got on dickies and, and a skull cap, I'm done. I'm getting off that plane. <laughs> the pilot always saying like they know some shit, though. So it seemed like that. 
They better. They should know. They should know everything. They should know a lot. They better. Yeah. Hey, but just get we're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up, man. So y'all got anything y'all want to say to the people? Not a thing. Don't pay nineteen dollars for a flight. Don't fly frontier or spirit. <laughs> hey man. Um just be careful what your kids are listening to. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to raise them, raise them well to be a fucking decent person in society, man. That's and one more, I got one more thing. Uh, it only take one year to make twenty four million. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that, they never stop your dreams because they do come true. <laughs> well, PPP. They come true in one year. <laughs> Hey, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everybody that is listening. Um, I mean, God, I just want to say thank you to God just because God has given me this opportunity to, you know, meet so many great people in my life. Um, and also just want to just, shit, I don't even know what I was about to say, man. I totally lost my train of thought. But always make sure that you're doing the right things. In regards to these kids, because these kids will come up all fucked up. And like I said before, they're gonna be unpacking all that shit in front of a therapist, good or bad. It don't matter. But this has been another episode of the We're Not Experts podcast, and we out. Peace. <laughs>